hello. Thank you for tuning in to the Reimagining Retirement Podcast with your host, Christine Jensen of the Arvada branch of Fairway Independent Mortgage. Christine is a certified reverse mortgage planner, and we are here to change the way retirement is done and to take some of the mystery out of reverse mortgages while we do just that. Connect with us on Facebook at Reimagining Retirement or on Instagram at Christine Reverse. All right, here we go. So I am so excited today to get to welcome my dear friend, Shauna, to our program, Reimagining Retirement. You know, it's time to face the misconceptions about reverse mortgages and expand options for clients as they approach their retirement years. So today we're going to talk about how we can help them increase their wealth by incorporating all assets at their disposal, including leveraging their home equity by using a reverse mortgage as a financial planning tool. And as we develop that discussion today, I am so honored and delighted to have my dear friend Shauna with us today. Shauna is somebody really special to the work that we do here at our office because Shauna gets to come in and partner with us near the final stages of the transaction as we're finally getting to closing and kind of culminating all of that work. So I'm Shauna, welcome so much and thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a treat. So Shauna, I would love for our audience to hear a little bit about your background, kind of how you've gotten to where you are, and then we're going to have a little bit deeper conversation, but tell us your your backstory. Where do you come from? What is this all about? How did you get to where you are today? (laughs) I have been in title for 19 years, and I've been a in essence, contract closer for a title company for probably the last 14 years. My mom is a mortgage lender. My sister is a real estate agent. My dad is a builder. So I was born into the business. You were kind of (laughs) destined, destined to go there from day one, huh? That's right. (laughs) Yeah. So the missing link was title and I got it. So all right. Very good. Uh, Very good. Yeah. So, you know, the, the demographic that you work with, older Americans, is a real special database. And I know you do a little bit of work with other um, segments of the population as well. But working with this group in particular that does reverse mortgages and doing the title closing work for them, that takes a special heart. Tell me where that came from for you. Um, I guess... I was kind of trained on the reverse side from a very dear friend that took the time to make sure that I completely understood the reverse mortgage and to not only be able to present it, but to be able to be an extension of the loan officer who is in essence selling the product. That's that's amazing. And you know, we sense that when you do our... I'm sorry, I was just going to say, we no, you're that when you do our closings, because you do, do truly present yourself as a part of our team. Yeah, and that's the goal always. I think as a closer, you should absolutely be educated in what you're presenting at the table. And if questions come up and somebody's not sitting there that can necessarily answer their question, that you are able to answer it to an effect that makes them comfortable at the table. It's a, it's a scary situation. It's something that the older Americans have kind of learned is not necessarily a financial savvy product for them. Mm -hmm. And I think we're turning that around at this point. But in the 
past, they have been known to be scared of it because they think yeah. that it instantly creates a foreclosure for them because they're, they don't it's, understand it completely. Yeah. Isn't that interesting that so many have this false misconception about a reverse mortgage that ultimately they're going to lose the house at the end or they're, they could end up in foreclosure or that kind of thing. And that's just not true, is it? No, it's very not true. It is. <laughs> I think absolutely if you qualify for it and it works in your financial portfolio it's hands down the best thing that you can do for yourself to have liquid monies available yeah yeah at you any know, time absolutely and and we find that as well you and i both work with not only traditional mortgage which we now call forward mortgage clients but reverse mortgage clients as well and what I find so interesting is how having a reverse mortgage on your home actually gives you even more safety features than a forward mortgage does. When oh, uh, in our last, yeah, in our last episode, I was talking to my friend Peter and we were talking about having a traditional home equity line of credit against your home versus having a reverse mortgage line of credit against your home. And the difference in the safety features on a traditional home equity line of credit on the forward side versus a reverse mortgage line of credit, there's actually more safety features for the reverse side than there is for the forward side. Is that what you've seen? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that, I mean, not only are you eliminating your payment if you want to, mm -hmm. on a traditional home equity line, you have a payment generally people are paying only the minimum amount and sometimes they don't even realize that. Mm -hmm. And on the reverse side, you have the option of not having a payment and again, making your money work for you. Isn't that the real point of all of this in retirement? You need your money to work harder for you than it did even during your working years, because during your working years, like the years that you and I are in right now, and like many of our listeners are in right now, we're in our working years, so we can work hard for our money. But that dynamic flip flops in retirement, doesn't it? And we need our money to work for us. So on, on a forward mortgage, the requirement for payments, that could be a dangerous situation for a senior or an older American that's maybe on a fixed income that maybe has some higher medical expenses coming up or some other extraordinary expenses. They don't have the ability to necessarily go out and get a second job or increase their income. So they need their money to work harder for them so that they don't have to work quite as hard for their money, right? That's absolutely true. Yeah. But let's talk a little bit more about this demographic because you and I have had a, a number of just clients that have endeared themselves to us and we've just cherished our time with them. So talk a little bit more about this demographic and the clients that you work with in this age group in particular. Well, I just in our last closing, I think you'll remember that the wife was so relieved after the closing because she was very worried about if anything were to happen to her husband, how she was going to be able to stay in her home that they wow. loved and lived in and raised their children in without having any type of an income because his income, of course, would be cut in half that's going to her and, and she didn't have necessarily a whole lot coming in for herself. Yeah. Um, so it changed her perspective on her safety and her ability to continue to live life, even if he's not there. 
Yeah. And I'll tell you um, the backstory on this particular couple that you're mentioning. They had called me a few weeks prior to our closing, of course, when we started getting their reverse mortgage application underway. But they had just gotten a medical diagnosis for him that really took them for a loop and an unexpected medical diagnosis. And then as we were going through the process of getting the appraisal done and getting them approved so that we could get their closing set up, they had a couple more doctor visits and the news coming from the doctor was just not super encouraging each time they went in. So it became really, really real to her that, oh my goodness, I mean, not only would I have to deal with the emotional challenges of losing my husband that I've raised our family with, but she also understood pretty quickly, and and she was a pretty sharp cookie. She understood pretty quickly that if something tragic does happen to him and he passes away, she loses all of the income and she still has to maintain their household. So it was really delightful for her. Their son had actually come into town that week of the closing. And I think it helped her get grounded again that, okay, you know, I still have my family and and we're going to cherish whatever time we have left with dad, but okay, I've got my finances all settled in now because I'm secure for the rest of my life. And I don't have, and you saw the payoffs that we did on her transaction too. We paid off a first mortgage. We paid off a second mortgage. And with that little amount that they took out in cash, they were also able to eliminate all of their credit card debt. So we reduced their monthly outflow by about $2,000 a month. So interestingly, that was approximately the amount of his income. So she knew now that if she lost his income, She didn't have those payments any longer and she was going to be okay. So we get to work with them on the emotional side, but we do that by relieving the burdens that they have, right? Right. Well, there are questions of how to survive after one or the other potentially passes. Yeah. We like to think that we're going to be around for a very long time. And certainly that sweet couple has had a very long life together, but we have to prepare and be honest and real about what's going to be happening in retirement right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would love to hear some of your stories. You and I have shared some of the stories together over the years. And this demographic that we work with, they are just some of the sweetest people. And there's just some of the most amazing stories of their lifetimes. And, you know, we've worked with World War II veterans and And we've worked with some amazing folks. So I'd just love to hear some of your stories. Tell us about some of the clients that you've worked with. So again, another one of the clients that we worked with, I'm sure you'll remember him quite well. He wore an amazing hat in the closing, which was a hubby and a hat. And I complimented him on his hat as soon as we walked into the room, which kind of lightened the mood because he was pretty sure about his decision, but he was still a little bit questioning how this was almost too good to be true. Yes. Um, So I think we switched that pretty quickly within the first couple minutes of the closing when we presented to him his numbers and made him realize that he could live and he could go see his kids in Texas that he loved to visit, but didn't really have the means to do so. So that in and of itself and him being so proud of his children and being able then to now have the ability to go visit them whenever he wanted and for the amount of time that he wanted to was a great story. And we 
made an impact enough on him that he mailed me a hat to match his. <laughs> Shauna, that's amazing. I so, haven't seen that before. Oh, what a treat. Yeah. So oh. that's definitely one. Again, even in the hour that I get to sit with them, it makes a difference in my world to know that I'm changing somebody else's life. Isn't that what it's all about? Knowing that we are changing someone's life. Yeah. I think that's the piece that really drives it for me. And and I've heard you talk enough with our clients that I know that it that's really what drives it for you as well. Yep. It's they've lived their lives working and raising their children and making their life about everybody else. And to be able to allow them now to have their time and live their life is awesome. Isn't that such a gift to know that you finally get to give back to the people who gave to everybody else for so many years? Yep, absolutely. It's awesome. Yeah. Serving in the military. I know that you've had uh, the privilege of working with some clients that have served in the military. And when we get to closing and when we get a chance to give back to them, are there any stories of any veterans that you've worked with that were especially memorable for you? None that I can think of off the top of my head, but I do absolutely make it a point that I tell them thank you for their service. Yeah. So it's important. We're here because of them. So Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk about how this product, because certainly you've worked with a lot of our clients, but you've worked with clients of other reverse mortgage lenders as well. So let's get into the meat of the product a little bit, because we were talking about really unlocking potential for these guys. And what we talk a lot about in our workshops, and you know that we do our second Saturday workshops that folks are encouraged to come to if they want to explore how a reverse mortgage works for them, for their parents, for their family members. So anybody that's listening that wants to come to one of our second Saturday workshops, like Clockwork, we're doing those workshops on the second Saturday of every month at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. And you're welcome to join us from anywhere where we have the workshops available online and such. But our clients are building up. We were talking a minute ago about working for their money during their lifetime, right? working to build up assets, build up reserves. But when we look at everything that they've been building up during their working years, not only have they been building up all of their assets in, in our world, we call it bucket number two, building up all of their nesting, their savings accounts, their retirement accounts, their IRAs, and all of their other cash investments. But there's another pool of wealth that they've been building up during their working years, and they've been building up all of this equity in their house as well, right? I mean, that's the stage of life that you and I are in. You and I both own our homes, and we make a mortgage payment every month, and we're building up equity in our homes. So we started out with this amount of equity, and we now have that amount of equity. But with a reverse mortgage, we see that they have all of this net worth over on this side of the balance sheet, but too often they focus only on this other side of the balance sheet that includes all of their cash nest egg investments that they've built up. Well, sometimes that nest egg isn't quite as full as what they needed. And there's another asset over here, the equity 
in their home on the other side of the balance sheet and they can unlock the potential that's over there, right? Absolutely. They can not only unlock it, but continue to still leave their home if they would want to, to their children or to their heirs without tapping into all of that equity, but it still allows them to, again, live their life or, or pay for items that they wouldn't have been able to necessarily and had to file maybe for help from the government or otherwise, which at that age sometimes is disconcerting to them. They worked really hard and why should they have to ask for help at this point? Yeah. And they'd much rather stand up on their own two feet, right? And right. And be able to draw from their own assets. So certainly we get the honor of helping, we refer to them as our needs-based clients, those that have been through a a struggle or maybe their bucket number two resources haven't lasted quite as long as they had hoped, or God bless them, their lifespan was longer than they originally planned for. So hallelujah, their retirement needs to last even longer because with medical technology, they're living even longer. And we see that over and over again in in older Americans. So that can be one of the issues. But by unlocking the potential of the reserves that are stored up in the equity in their home, we make it possible for that nest egg to last even longer. Is that what you've been seeing? Yes, for sure. It does make it last longer. And not only that, but it allows them the ability to draw from the reverse line of credit as opposed to maybe paying fees to draw from something else. Right, right. And then if they draw from something else, the requirement that they make payments back can be a really dangerous situation, especially in retirement. Well, when you're on a fixed income, anything additional that you would have to pay out would change your circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. So the clients that we get to work with have sometimes wanted to make sure that their entire family knows how the project is working. Okay, so what is this thing? How does it work? That sort of thing. I know I've had situations where the entire family comes to the closing. Have you ever had a situation where they brought their family members to the closing? Oh, yes. Yeah. And I encourage. Good. um, Good. Because I think that it's important for their heirs or anybody that's going to handle the estate when inevitably they're gone. It's important for the whole family or at least their heirs to understand what's happening and why this is a good thing for mom and dad or for aunt and uncle or whoever it is that they're helping take care of, right? Yeah, absolutely. So you're super skilled at doing this. You've got a ton of experience. So set the stage for us a minute with a client that you're closing their reverse mortgage for them and they've brought their entire family in with them. Maybe all of their adult children have come to the closing with them and you've got a few of them seated around the conference table getting ready to sign all of the documents. Tell us how you kind of start off especially when you notice those looks on the faces of the adult children that are sitting around the table, like, I'm not so sure this is what mom and dad ought to be doing right now. So walk us through what you do there. Well, so as we know, the biggest question of everybody and especially the heirs is, oh my gosh, that upfront mortgage insurance premium, right? Yeah, that's a big one. That's a scary number. But When you pull out your number sheet that truly shows them that the monies that are sitting there, not only are those monies sitting there so that they are available to mom and dad when they need those monies, but they are earning a half a percent more than any monies that are sitting there 
that, that they're paying on. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, where else are you going to get that? That you can have access to those funds growing and liquid to you at any time that you need them. Yeah, that number sheet is pretty powerful. And the two documents in particular that I've seen you present to our clients over and over again is the comparison sheet and the amortization schedule. So walk us through what you do when you present those two number sheets. The comparison sheet that shows the principal limit and the cap on the interest rate and all of that. And then kind of how everything starts jumping off the page once you go through the amortization schedule. Well, the biggest aha moment that I find with people is when you are doing the comparison sheet and you tell them that sitting in their line of credit, they've got, for example, $200,000 available to them. And you flip that sheet and go to the amortization schedule and the true year one number at that growth factor, you ask them what they have currently sitting in their line of credit. And then you have them look at the number that's on their amortization schedule as the true number after one year of not touching those monies. When they see that in a year's worth of time, they can earn $5,000, $8,000 on top of that $200,000 without doing anything, that's when everybody understands that it's the right thing to do. Yeah. So we go from 200,000 to 206 to 212 to 218 and and they don't realize, oh my gosh, it isn't just this amount of money that I can access today, but that amount is growing over time. So 10 years down the road, oh my goodness, now I have access to 250,000 or more. That's a pretty amazing number and when you turn that back to the adult family members that are there in the room, And you say, wouldn't you want your mom and dad to have access to this kind of money so that they can take care of whatever they want to take care of throughout the remainder of their retirement? The kids are all in agreement at that point in time. Oh, yeah, I want mom and dad to have this. Right. Right. Well, and they're not losing out on anything because there's still equity sitting there. You're never going to lose equity. That's the other fun column to show them is even if the home only appreciates at a rate of 4% per year, which is a common number that we use on our projections for home value over time. But even if the home only grew at a rate of 4%, now you and I have seen the Colorado market grow far more than 4% per year over the last 10 years. But we know that there's going to be down years and we know that there's going to be better years. But the average growth rate, especially in Colorado, but in many parts of the country, is well beyond 4% per year. But if we take the conservative approach and we say your home's only going to appreciate at a rate of an average of 4% per year, and then we project it forward for the family on that amortization schedule, they see you know, 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road, 20 years down the road, if the family ends up inheriting the home. What do you find pretty comforting about showing those numbers to them in the future? Again, there's equity there. And in most cases, those children have the ability to refinance that property if they do want to keep it, refinance that property and pay off the reverse mortgage that allowed mom and dad to live and to do what they wanted to do while they were still here. Absolutely. But they get to keep whatever's left over because interestingly, And it was the National Association of Realtors that contributed to the study. But Merrill Lynch did another study of who actually ends up on the heirs, which heirs actually end up keeping the property at the end 
and which heirs end up selling the property at the end. And do you know that the number is over 99%, over 99% of families end up actually selling mom and dad's house after mom and dad pass. So really what a lot of the heirs are wanting to make sure is that they're not going to be stuck with a large bill at the end. And it's also kind of comforting for mom and dad to know that they're still leaving a little bit of equity at the end as well. So when their family inherits the property and they turn around and they sell it in over 99 out of 100 cases, there's still going to be a nice inheritance for them as well. Correct. Yep. It allows them to leave something and, and again, continue to live their life, which is yeah the best thing. Absolutely. So last question that I want to have you talk about for a minute, and then we're going to have some fun stuff here at the end. But the last project that I want to tackle here is the no recourse feature. Okay. Now that no recourse feature is all over the closing documents. And I love to make sure that I point it out to them at the very beginning when we do the application piece. In fact, when we do the initial counseling, I show them in black and white. I, I, I literally hand them a yellow highlighter and I say, okay, take this yellow highlighter and highlight right here on the application documents where it says you have no liability for this at the end on that no recourse feature. So tell me about how you do that at the closing. That's my favorite paper to present. And I try to do it right before my right to cancel. And I generally set it in front of them. And I say, this is the best one that says that you have absolutely no reason, nor would you ever have to pay this back. Yeah. If there's ever any kind of a deficiency balance, there is no recourse to the senior, no recourse to their family, no recourse to them. If they sell during their lifetime, they get the best of both worlds. And this is another thing that I like to make sure that the family knows that if there is a negative balance at the end, because in the off chance that their loan balance grew really high and the home value took a downturn, so it created a negative balance, the family is not responsible and the senior is not responsible for that negative balance. That's the no recourse feature. Yet on the other side, they get the opposite. They get the best of that as well. If the home's gone up in value and the loan balance stayed lower, they get that equity, that difference at the end. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. And to be able to just be able to walk away if it's on the negative side, yeah. And not even have to question it. That's very comforting, I think. Isn't that great? Yeah. And and really in the sunset of their lifetime, it's nice to know that we can bring them comfort after all of their years of working so hard. And I loved how you put it where they've worked hard for everyone else all their lives. It's time for them to get to start enjoying the fruits of some of their labors, right? Absolutely. Good, good, good. All right. Well, you really have been such a treat to work with over the years. And I really appreciate how well you care for your clients and how you really make sure that you're an integral part of our team. That's so important to us. So before we let you go, we're going to have a little fun. We've got a couple of questions we want to ask um, because we'd like to get to know you a little bit more. So you've been noticing that I've been sipping on my coffee as we've been talking today. (laughs) So I want to know from you, Shauna, if you could have coffee with anyone living or dead, who would that be and why? So hands down, I choose my grandmother Um, (laughs) before she got Alzheimer's. She was the strongest woman that I know. Oh, so yay. Um, Yeah. 
great example to have. Tell me about her. When I was growing up, I was on the track system, which meant that I went to school for six or eight weeks at a time. And then I had two to three weeks off in between each track. And my parents, of course, both worked full time. So there was no way that they could have us at home by ourselves, nor at that time was it really savvy to have us in daycare or to pay for a babysitter to come to the house during that time of their life. So grandma and grandpa lived in South Dakota and we would leave on the Friday that we got out of school for our two weeks or our three weeks. And mom and dad would drive us to South Dakota and drop us off with grandma and grandpa. Uh, (laughs) So, and during that time, um, of course you had homework, right? Yeah, because you were going back to school and it's not like you were off of school necessarily, but you had homework. And the biggest memory that I remember is my spelling tests Ah. that I would have when I got back from from track. And there was always, of course, 12 spelling words on our (laughs) list that we had to do. And for those two or three weeks, Grandma would drill those spelling words into me every morning and every night. And if if I got them right, I got a push pop from Schwann. Oh, well, see, (laughs) anything for a push pop, right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, what a special memory. So, um, Shauna, I want to know now, what is the title of a book on your nightstand or a book that you've purchased and you've been meaning to read? The Energy Codes. Oh, tell me about that. So it's a seven-step system to awaken your spirit, heal your body, and live your best life. The idea of it is to combine the scientific and spiritual worlds to make yourself a better person and understand yourself more on both levels. Wow. Well, when you're done with that book, I want to hear more about it. That's super interesting. Okay. And one of my favorite questions of all time, those that know me most know that I love public policy and the history behind the founding Americans and the writing of the constitution and all of that. So I'd love to hear from you, Shauna, which founding American do you have a crush on? So this one was the hardest question for me out of all of them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But after much research, I chose Alexander Hamilton. (gasps) Yay. Tell me, tell me. He's one of my, (laughs) yeah, he's one of my buddies. So I think that it's very attractive in any human being, not just a male, but in any human that they are self-driven, self-made and take the initiative to be better than maybe what they should have been. Yeah. Um, So, and he lost his father at the age of 11 and got his first job to help support his mom, which is very honorable. Indeed. Um, Especially at that time. Right. And he was very successful at his job when he was 11. And when his mother passed away, when he was 16, he got a job as an accountant. Mm -hmm. And again, was very well thought of as an accountant. And then after you know, college and doing those things in his life, he decided that he really liked the political aspect of items and things and Mm -hmm. decided that that was really his interest as opposed to numbers and accounting. And he wrote for Washington, most of his speeches and most of his documents. So yeah, 
Yeah. Awesome. And went on to co-author the Federalist Papers. Yep. Yeah. We've been studying a number of his Federalist Papers, the ones that we believe we can attribute to Alexander Hamilton. Of course, the three of them wrote under the pseudonym Publius, but I think that his numbers background really helped shape a lot of his public policy opinions. What a great guy. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, Shauna, once again, it's been such a treat to have you with us today. We do truly appreciate our partnership with you. And I want to thank you for your generosity and spending some time with us today on reimagining retirement. That's all the time we have for today. So we want to thank our audience for tuning in to Reimagining Retirement, the podcast. And we're looking forward to bringing you our next episode very soon. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks everyone for tuning in and we'll see you next time. The information in this podcast contains personal opinions and may not entirely represent those of Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 2289. Fairway does not guarantee any services, information, and or advice provided by the individuals. Fairway is not affiliated with any government agencies. The youngest borrower must be at least 62 years old. This is not an offer to enter into an agreement. Not all customers will qualify. Information, rates, and programs are subject to change without notice. All products are subject to credit and property approval. Other restrictions and limitations may apply. Equal housing opportunity. Christine Jensen, NMLS number 244648. Arizona license number BK-0904162. Loans made or arranged pursuant to California Residential Mortgage Lending Act License Number 41DBO-783677. Licensed Nevada Mortgage Lender.